Hello, hello, hello. It again with another podcast segment. Uh, we're going to be discussing uh, backcountry living and what backcountry living is and how I thought about backcountry living, what inspired me and what's continuing to inspire me to go into the backcountry. And yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, the, f- the first time I ever learned about backcountry living and whatever that meant, I was pretty clueless about it. I went to college and I still attend college at SUNY at Adirondack and instead of working now or doing sports, uh, I wanted to use this as a PE credit class. So they said this counts as a PE credit. So what PE credit is, is pretty much physical education. Uh, you need that credit to graduate in college. So I said, you know what, instead of doing the normal working out or joining a sports team, uh, let me just go learn something new and delve into the backcountry. And pretty much the backcountry is uh, is the wilderness, uh, camping, things of that nature. And yeah, so I was pretty clueless when I first went into this. I was just like, ah, it's going to be fun, I guess. You know, it's going to be easy. We're just going to see animals, you know. Animals love us. You know, I was so clueless. I don't even know what the hell I was saying. It's like, I was so clueless that I wanted to see a bear without me knowing that bears are freaking vicious. They're animals. They don't give a shit about us. The movies, whatever you see, I know movies make it look like bears can be uh, equal with humans, that bears love us, that bears are all these cuddly human, like this, that bears are these cuddly big animals, but they're not. They're vicious, they're territorial, they're animals. All they know to do is kill, eat, hunt, hibernate. So yeah. But I was so, um, you know, I was so unaware that I was just like, yeah, I'm a, I just want to see a bear. I want to see a wolf. I want to see a coyote. Like, uh, you know, I want to see all these animals because, of course, I've never seen them. And it's cool to see. But at the same time, you got to know your limits. And you got to know that these are vicious animals that all they know how to do is kill and eat and survive. It's not like in the movies. Oh, hey, come over here, wolf. Hey, it's me. You know what I mean? But yeah, other than that, uh... It just opened and shed new light to this amazing scene and just uh, gave me this um, pretty overwhelming uh, desire to keep on doing it and keep on exploring the back countries, go around the world. And that's what I want to do. But of course, you know, I'm going to do it from time to time. It's not something I'm going to do 24-7 for right now. But yeah, now let me just tell you my story. And why I'm saying this scene, the mood, the people I was with, uh, just the things that I learned was so cool. And I feel like everybody just has to go out once in their life and just go in the back country and be there for three days and just see how it is to be there in the wilderness, see how it is to have no phone, see how it is to have no comfortable bed, see how it is to just not have all these necessities that are easily around us, that you actually have to work you know, walk around, see the scenery. You're not on your phone 24-7 looking down and not seeing your surroundings. So it's just this whole cool vibe. And once I got out of this uh, experience, once I went to real world, I was like, wow, man, I'm back. I got to have my phone again. You know, you do kind of take things for granted. You know, you know how you have your phone 24-7. It's just a phone. You know, you always have a phone. But when you're there, you're like, shit, man. This is how people used to live, man. This is how people used to survive. Uh, you have to talk to people, man. You're not just in your phone, consumed. So it was cool. Of course, people are better than others at it when it comes to having their phone and talking and socializing. But still, all of us use our phones nowadays. All of us are consumed by internet some way, some form or another. Let's be honest here. We do something on the internet. 
uh, we use, we watch movies somewhere, we watch we watch TV shows somewhere, right? But yeah, uh, I just wanna tell you my experience now and the teachers I met and the people I was with. It was cool though, cause I did have some people that I already knew in the class, so that obviously made it a hundred times better. But we did get separated into groups, cause those are class of like 15, so it was just separated. We didn't all go as a 15, uh, as 15. We didn't all go as a group of 15. It was just separated, you know, evenly. Or oddly, because, you know, 15 is odd number, but yeah. Anyways, so I had some cool people. I uh, shout out to Amy. You know, that's one of the cool friends I met at ACC up there. She was cool. And then I met another girl. Ah, uh, shit. I forgot her name, kind of. I'm sorry, but you're cool, though. She had a piercing in her nose, but she knows I think she's cool. And then I had some other dude that did wrestling. And we talked about wrestling because I did wrestling before. So it was cool to socialize as well. It was very cool to So yeah, socializing was the wanting to do there. It was it was great stories where people came from and you know just socializing and start to achieving that backcountry living trip. And it was just fun, man. Luckily there were like people that we hated. I guess not hated a strong word, but that we disliked or found annoying or that was complaining. It was cool. Everybody was cool. Everybody for the most part was taking it serious, wanted to learn. So that was cool. So that was cool. Even I myself thought, you know, we weren't too serious because at first, I did go in there thinking like I'm gonna have fun and all that, but when I was there, I wanted to learn. I wanted to. It's just crazy nature took over me, and just learning these things, uh, just seeing the scene of nature, the hearing these animals. It was just crazy. It was just so cool. It was very cool. It was a different experience than just being in the city all day or being commuting. Just you know having all these luxury, luxurious things around me at my disposal. When you're in the wilderness, uh, you don't have any of that. All you have is yourself, or people that you're with, your thoughts, your knowledge, and just the animals in that bitch. But yeah, it was cool. It was very cool. Uh, one of the coolest, I'm gonna tell you a few cool things that, that I learned there and that I thought that were cool. Uh, at night, uh, we posted, we obviously have campsites there because we'll walk for like eight miles, stuff like that. Uh, and then we obviously have to settle down, camp, eat, make sure everyone's good to go for the next day. It did rain too. It was crazy because it rained in one of the days. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to experience the rain while I'm sleeping in the tent. And unfortunately, yeah, it, it rained hard and underneath our tent was wet. So I was like, shit, shit. So we did get a little wet, but that was towards the, that was towards the, the morning we were already waking up, so everything was cool. It's not like it's not like we were wet during the night or anything like that. But it did get wet, so we're like, shit, that that was whack. But hey, you gotta learn. That's the wilderness. Uh, that's Mother Nature. She doesn't give a shit what you think, where you are, what you're doing, or what your situation is. So yeah, that was cool. I learned how to build a tent, so your boy knows how to build a tent. It was very cool just to learn how to build a tent, uh, pick spots, and uh, not just relying on lean tube. And what a lean tube is is like this man-made. Big, uh, crazy little shell, wooden shelter thing that you could sleep inside, which protects you from the rain, lightning, things like that. It sometimes has chairs that people left over there. It has actually a journal where you can write your thoughts, write the date that you've been there. Some people carved, you know, things on the lean tube. 
whoever has been there so they just wanted to leave their mark leave their trace saying yo i've been here so that's what we did as well we wrote in the uh in the notebook uh we definitely used the chair left there you know there were some chairs uh beach chairs that people left and we sat on that and ate and had a good time so yeah it was fun it was fun uh learning how to camp learning how to pick campsite and not just relying on lean tubes because sometimes there might not be any lean tubes around you and you might need to you know settle down and pick a spot where you could rest because you maybe a lean tube is like three five miles away and it's already getting too dark things like that you always got to pick your situation pick what you got to do so it's cool learning how to do that so now when i go out in the back country again i know what i'm doing and yeah like i said you could hear coyotes at night as well so that was awesome hearing them howl howling at each other doing these calls you obviously hear you obviously heard these birds as well so it's just so cool just hearing these things in real life not just in a movie, it was just cool hearing it in real life. That's the coolest part of just hearing it in real life and seeing what Mother Nature is about. And yeah, and also seeing uh, deer, like these white deer tails, you can see that these coyotes have been attacking them because coyotes do leave shit around with uh, white deer tail, you know, white, de white deer tail uh, parts left on the shit so you could tell that coyote has been attacking the deer from the back trying to get it trying to bite at it and my friend taught me that too he's like look coyote has been here attacking the deer he said, you could just follow this trail and pretty much lead up to where the coyote has killed the deer or if the deer got away so it was cool learning that it was cool seeing that and one of the coolest things was seeing beavers build their dams i literally was seeing a beaver with some sticks in his mouth doing his thing and just building his dam and i also saw um the difference between just really relatively a new forming dam and then to a, then a dam that's completely built it was so cool seeing it because you you gotta see it you gotta see the destruction and then the aftermath of what these beavers do to build this entire dam it's just crazy it goes from nothing to something it's just amazing what these beavers do really So yeah, these animals, man, those beavers are crazy. It's cool what they do. And I'm going to tell you all like pretty much animals, reptiles that I've seen. I saw some salamanders too while we were walking. Well, of course, we're going to walk through, um, we, we walk through some, um, lakes, through some creeks, through some rivers. And you can see these, uh, these red, reddish, greenish salamanders. They're so small, so small. You can just see them flowing through the water, going through our feet. And I think one of my friends tried to pick one up. I think she did pick one up. It was cool. You could touch them. Uh, it was awesome to do that. Just seeing these salamanders, man. I was like, wow, that's crazy. That's cool. We we heard some frogs. We heard frogs, but we didn't see one. You could just hear it though, because my instructor uh, was telling me, oh, look, you could hear them. You could hear the frogs. Just 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 stay quiet for one second. Hear them, and you could like right away. It was so cool hearing them. Some of them wake some some frogs make frogs don't just do like the you know the normal you know mainstream noises that you hear. Some frogs be making some interesting noises, man. Like I'm like, what the fuck. Honestly, I was just like, what the hell? But it was so cool hearing that and just learning that. Really, really was. And yeah, uh, that's pretty much mostly all the animals that I've seen. I didn't really see too much things. I, uh, I'm trying to think of what else I've seen. Oh, we did. Oh, man. Oh. I'm trying to think of what else we saw. Um, One of my... um, Damn. Oh, it was kind of scary. Um. So my instructor took me out because I was like, yeah, I want to go see um, 
he told me that some some beavers come out at night, right? They come out at night because they're getting their um, you know, they're getting their parts of the dam. And he said you can see them. He said you can see them, their eyes glow and stuff at night. He said let's go see them. He's like let's go see them right face to face. He's like I can tell you're excited and and he's like you're cool. He's like I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you as well while we just venture forth to this little this little area where beavers usually come out mostly at night. And and I went, so I went and followed him. And you could see them, you could see it, but the closer we got, the beavers kind of knew and just went away. And what he wanted to show me was how the how the beavers light up the water with their eyes. He's like, just look at it. Can you see their eyes light up? I'm like, wow, that's awesome. It was cool. And it's scary, man. For me, it's scary venturing forth by yourself in the night, in the wilderness with just no light. He kind of wanted us to not use light. Like, don't use that much light because like, you might, um, like, you might scare off the beavers. Let's try to, you know, let's try to creep up on them and see what they're doing. Uh, yeah, but we also had some flashlights as well, some little, little, little flashlights that you have. So we could see where we're going for the most part. But yeah, you seeing their eyes light up in the water. It's kind of evilish. Like, it's evil. Look, honestly, it's not, it's not some, um, cute sight. It was a little evil. So these beavers would be looking evil in the, in the fucking night. But yeah. But other than that, that's all we saw for the most part. Uh, all I saw, but it was a cool, it was very cool to just experience that. Just to experience that whole entirety of looking at the animals, hearing them, uh, seeing what they do in the nature, seeing their, um, their patterns, just learning these new things. And one of the coolest parts is, uh, of course, bears. Uh, bears are definitely... Uh, can can be around where you are especially when you have food and you're cooking so we did learn how to have a little bear bag put our food inside and you have to hang it on a tree obviously you gotta kind of move a little towards away from your campsite of course like 15 feet maybe i'm not sure i don't remember the exact number but you have to hang it on a tree and it has to be very high and literally you just get a rope you throw it you throw it around the um, throw it around the you catch you tie it up and then you just pull down basically and the the bear bag is pretty much uh it's pretty much hanging so the bear can get it and get your food because definitely don't want no food around you in your campsite that's how bear attacks happen so yeah it was cool learning how to do that as well i didn't know that so i went in there not knowing that so now i know how to keep our food protected you gotta walk a little bit towards your campsite especially when you when in the night you're gonna have to be in the night maybe it's actually good to do it earlier kind of it's kind of better to do it earlier get your food prepped and then after you know you already have it hanged up and you just finish your food and you're good to go it's kind of better to do it earlier actually but yeah that's pretty much all the things that i learned out there uh it was so awesome to see and i do have like a few more stories but basically that's that's all i've seen the coolest things i've seen the coolest things i learned i do want to tell you an incident that did happen to one of our um to one of our uh, friends there, you know, she did have. And one of my major, major concerns was uh, what water am I gonna drink? Uh, of course, there's these gadgets that you can use to um, uh, help uh, kill the germs, kill the bacteria, viruses, whatever's in the water that the lakes or rivers or uh, waterfalls uh, provide. Because you can drink the water from the lakes and for the most part it's healthy and it's natural and it's good. And that's what happened throughout the, mo throughout the trip. Uh, nothing, I didn't really need to use any of the gadgets because most of the, the water I drank was perfect. 
was perfect and it was crystal clear there's gonna be some floaties it looks weird but it's okay to have them floaties in there it's okay to have some it's, there's always gonna be some floaties for the most part it was clear though it's crystal clear great it was just it just tasted great it was cold and i loved it it was just there cold ready to go ready to drink it was very refreshing yeah of course you gotta watch out though uh, of course beavers poop in the lake things like that so you definitely gotta watch out but for the most part throughout um the other trip everything was good especially because the adirondack is great when it comes to w what water they have there in the lakes and things like that so it was great to know that i was always gonna have water everywhere constantly available to me so it was a trip around near aprilish or may in mayish we actually wanted to trip around may uh we came back around like may maybe 12th or 13th we went there for three days and yeah, so for the most part, the water was good, and it was so cool just hearing there. And one of the instructors will always, he, our instructor will always tell us, you know, at the end of the day, what do we learn, you know, what else do we want to learn, and what do we hate. And he would just want to hear us out and to hear our thoughts. So it was cool to do that. We always have this little session before we go to sleep of hearing everybody's thoughts, hearing what they're thinking, how they're feeling, you know, just making sure everybody's okay so yeah drinking water for the most part was cool that's one of the things that I was you know a little weary about because you know i did i didn't want to get infected my body i didn't want to have viruses i didn't want to get anything you feel me i didn't want nothing to happen to me but everything for the most part was good shout out to my friends too because i kind of did didn't pack accordingly and that's my fault for preparation i had food but not enough so at the last day you know my friends would give me food they just were hooking me up man because they over you know they were over prepared which is good and they hooked me up with food and things like that so when i go back out there i'm definitely gonna um, prepare better when it comes to food packing definitely 100 percent but yeah, they hooked it up. I survived out there with the food. They ate a lot of peanut butter, apples, uh, peanuts, things like that. Uh, also, there's these little things that I, like rice, you know, with chicken, teriyaki, and all that. There's these packages that you could buy. That all you need to do is put water in them, boiling hot water in them, and they just, you know, stir up by themselves in a few minutes. So it was cool. It was cool. It was very nice. It was very good to know that uh, I had food to survive out there. <laughs> yeah. And the cool thing was learning how to read the map, but using your compass to know where to go. And the best part of the trip was honestly to me, besides the animals and seeing them and hearing them and seeing their patterns was going on top of the mountains. We were hike up all the way to the top and we just spit, we were we will pick specific mountains that were nearest to go on and that scene was amazing just being there with people and you seeing their faces seeing how amazed they were seeing how you know they were just breathing in the air breathing in the scene and just you know having it in their mind that wow this shit is amazing to watch to get out get out in the wilderness and just enjoy yourself for three days you know what i mean it's cool it's refreshing and it was so cool going on top of this. I had a camera on my phone. He did allow you to bring cameras, but not phones. And I didn't have a camera. I would have just got so many shots, so many, just so many footage, so much footage. Uh, it would have been cool to have the camera there, but oh well, I at least have my memory. I know that I've been there. I know that I went there. So it's cool. And, and yeah, for the most walking around, just learning how to step. Sometimes you gotta learn how to step when going up the mountain. And yeah, and there was an incident with my friend, with my friend, and I gotta tell you that. Sorry about that. And while we were going up the, up this hill, one of my friends actually fell a little bit, but good thing she slid. She only scraped herself, but she slid kinda high. It was a little high, 
but it wasn't bad because she was just sliding for the most part she didn't you know flip over tumble rolling over she was just sliding and it, we we're very lucky that there was not that many rocks there it was just mostly you know leaves in the ground you know just a grassy area just you know some sticks and things like that but not too much of rocks and it was not too crazy so good thing man that was one of the scariest parts was that and then one of one of our other friends was a little not in the best shape and she was kind of gassy now she was having panic attacks because she was tired and things like that but for the most part everything went well they you know they fought through it and good thing uh, they had heart they and uh the, the one thing that was i forgot as well is that i learned that you can eat some leaves there's these lee green lee uh, I'm, I'm just saying leaves because i don't know their names but there's this green uh, leaf that you can eat. You could just get off of it and eat, and it smells like mint. It tastes like mint. Uh, I'm not sure what that leaf is called, but you can eat it. He's like, you can eat it, man. It's okay. He says you can wipe your ass with. There's some leaves that you can wipe your ass with. So that's some cool things I learned as well. Of course, you learn some plants, what they do, what they offer. And yeah, that shit was amazing to learn. And I ate some of it. I didn't care. I'm like, I'm going to eat this shit. Why not try it, man? I'm definitely going to try it. And there were some leaves that that tasted like cucumbers that these little things on the leaves that you can eat that taste like cucumbers it was crazy oh man i learned so many things i wish i just knew the exact like just the exact names that i'm talking about but i ate that and the tow trip was just cool that's pretty much what we did on the trip like i said i'm gonna just wrap it up there for the most part the trip was amazing the scene going on the mountains the animals learning all these new uh, things to do in the back country and of course i want to go out there when when it's not just a class when it's not just strictly a class i want to go out there by myself now because now i know what to do i learned so many things and i'm gonna continue learning but i also want to go out there with a, a couple of brewskis why not a couple of beers you know what i mean why not with your friends especially friends that you know are prepared though of course we're gonna be prepared things like that and why not just hang out chill drink a free brewskis in the damn wild in the damn wilderness and just enjoy the nature and scene enjoy it and just know that you're living life you're chilling you're just relaxing you're not outside in the real world right now it's, it's not it's, it's a good scapegoat for some people for the most part for me though i just like it because it was relaxing uh, you're not relying on all this technology. You can go out there for a few days and just chill. And then after and later, you know, you go back to the real world and use all that technology you want. But I feel like it's good to go out there for three days. Anybody. I feel like anybody. I know it's a scary thing. It's scary, you know, not taking a shower, not knowing what you're going to, uh, not knowing what animal you're going to encounter. All these things. It's a little scary getting out of your comfort zone. But do it. Trust me. Because once you come back, you're going you're gonna to be like, wow, I want to do it again. Uh, I'm not gonna take anything for granted. Look at all this easy technology that I have at my disposal that makes life easy. Cause when you're out there, you gotta work, you gotta grind, you gotta move. And there's also one other thing that I learned was bushwhacking. And what bushwhacking is, is literally going through all these destroyed trees that are down, these branches that are down. And you just gotta, it's bushwhacking. You're literally just smacking these trees out of your way, making it out of your way, finding your way. Cause sometimes, to get to your destination, you got to bushwhack because there's, there's either a lake or there's this a river that's in your way that you're obviously not going to swim in. You're going to, you got to find your way through. Uh, or there's these steep mountains. It just, some things might be in your way and bushwhacking is a way that you might have to go through in order to do that. And one of the major concerns is your eyes. Watch your eyes with tree branches, any of that, because they could poke your eyes and you could get hurt. So wear a hat, make sure you have a hat, things like that. So it's cool that I learned that I have to, you might have to do that sometimes. And that's if you're really venturing forth. Of 
course, it's commercial things that commercial sites that you go to that you don't really need to do that. But if you really want to backcountry live and do your thing, then that's what you're gonna have to do sometimes. It's bushwhack, and you're gonna get wet. Your feet are gonna get wet. It's crazy. It's okay though. It's okay. You know, at, at the end of the day, you wash your feet, get a cloth. Everything will be alright. Everything will be good. You are gonna get wet sometimes. That's how it is. There's rain. But yeah, for the most part, that's the end of this discussion of backcountry living. Definitely will do it again this summer, 100%. Gonna do it a few times. And definitely recommend it to everybody, especially my New York homies. I know it sounds crazy, but go do it, dude. Go do it. Go do it, people. It's fun. It's cool. It's refreshing. And it's just cool seeing nature at its finest. That's all I got to say. And just go prepare it. I try to give you some tips here, but go prepared. I'm not the craziest expert. Go do your research, but be prepared. Then you'll have fun. You'll be okay. Once you're prepared, you'll have fun. You'll do your thing. And yeah, of course, Mother Nature can, anything can happen. And definitely check that weather. Make sure when you go, because you could, you can obviously prepare and navigate what you can do. And you'll know what weather is coming when you're there. But yeah. Been sad, your boy. This has just been a little discussion on backcountry living, my journey, my thoughts as a damn New York City native. I'm not used to this, but when I did it, it was a, it was mind-boggling, it was mind-changing, and it was just a, a breath of fresh air. So yeah, thank you all. And remember, come back with another podcast today, and we're gonna talk some MMA, baby, some MMA, baby, UFC 220. Baby.